Welcome to Awaken Now What, our very first episode. I'm your host, JR. And I'm your co-host, Helen. The point of creating this podcast and our own respective companies is to build community amongst the, not only the awakened people, but the people who are on the spiritual path. And also people who are fucking curious. And help each other rise and lift. So this is for you guys. We know that community is very important in this, and that's why we are showing up. That is correct. And the very first episode is about the awakening. What <laughs> so is that? What is What the fuck is an awakening? <laughs> Helen, in your words, what is the awakening? Well, it's called an awakening because you do wake up from a sort of like unawareness to... I would probably say your own power. That's how I would probably... Your divinity. Yes, thank you. Right. For those of you that are fresh on this journey, who who have started this journey, uh, we can explain it as a radical shift in consciousness. You have gained a higher awareness of your inner connection to all that is. Now, all that is can be synonymous with God, goddess, source, prime creator, whatever you want to call it. Universe. Universe, multiverse. That is you and you are not separate from it. There is no separation. It's also becoming aware that the universe is becoming more aware of itself through you, through your experience. And it's that lifestyle, that mindset shift of, all right, well, how do I go on living? Having this inner awareness, having this inner knowingness. Tell me a little bit about your awakening, Helen. My awakening happened pretty suddenly. I was in a seven-year relationship that just broke off suddenly. And in that moment, I felt a lightning bolt just like sear through me. And it was very awful. Uh, At that point, I felt broken and I was just questioning things such as what is life? Why am I here? What am I doing? What exactly led to this breakup? Why did you guys break up? So I actually sabotaged this breakup, um, picked fights all the time. Eventually, he just got to the point where like, this isn't working because Mm -hmm. we just kept fighting. I made a big leap in 2018 to leave my job as a pharmacist and go travel the world for a year. And I was fortunate enough to have a guy come into my life and talk to me about ayahuasca and guide me to this retreat center in Peru. Nice. And And ayahuasca was very healing, but... The 5-MeO-DMT, which is from the Sonora Toad, um, his like his glands get like shot out and then they scrape it and uh, then you smoke right. the they crystals. They extract, they extract yeah. the actual venom yes. from the frog yeah. to be ingested and it's five times more powerful than DMT. So you yes. you had- The God molecule. A crazy trip. Yeah. crazy trip is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so what did you see? It was- Ego dissolution, form dissolution. Mm-hmm. Right. A dissolution of the body. Yes. And full awareness of the self. Yeah. The source, the universe, right. God, whatever. That's why it's called the God molecule. Yeah. Basically, I, I was everything and everything was me. And to realize all this, it can be very overwhelming. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what to do, especially if you just started this journey, right? Yeah. And it was... I mean, that was huge in the part of my awakening, but uh, so it allowed me to remember this 
power and creative energy spirit that we're all from but now that we're back in this now that i'm here in this four so, 3d yeah, plane yeah you're you're back in the the physical realm yeah no longer on five meo dmt yeah and you have to deal with all the shit yes the work every day now is a practice it, because just because you have these catalyst moments these expansion moments you actually have to practice your power almost yeah. right exactly yeah. exactly right it's uh learning to raise your vibration and stay there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I like that you brought up dmt uh one can awaken in an infinite amount of ways there is no set way there never is any set way there are always infinite possibilities now the mind, the linear mind, the egoic mind can best categorize the awakening into three different parts. Uh, one part would be meditative, what you can awaken through deep meditation. And when I say meditation, it doesn't have to be your traditional meditation. There are many meditative exercises out there, breathing exercises. Your work might be meditative. Doing the dishes can be meditative and one can awaken that way. The second part would be ecstatic. And that means awakening through blissful experiences. And those blissful experiences can be induced through drugs or just deep euphoria. Mm. Uh, the third would be traumatic and undergoing any you know form of trauma, losing a relationship. And how is it for you, JR? Uh, I awakened in stages and it all stemmed from a painful breakup of mine. Kind of like it's very similar to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I was reeling from this, this breakup. I, I fell in love with her. And at the time... I didn't know what love was, mm. but at my point of awareness, that was love to me. And a few months later, I would just have all these dark, egoic thoughts about me and her. And these, these thoughts made me extremely, extremely uncomfortable to the point where I felt like I needed to go to an insane asylum. <laughs> wow, that intense? It was intense and it was dark and I couldn't handle myself. And so to help myself get through these, you know, the mind chatter, I would imagine my mind as a sphere in my hands with a stream of electricity going through it. And it was my, at the time I didn't meditate. It was my form of meditation. And so every time I had these thoughts, I would, I would always visualize that. I don't know why I chose those images to visualize. I just did. Maybe it was coming from my higher self. It was definitely coming from my higher self. Mm -hmm. So one night, me and my buddy decide to go to a rave club, and we decide to do Molly. I was on Molly on top of the upstairs balcony, and with all these lasers, lights, just going there, going crazy. And again, I was having these dark thoughts, all while my friend was just dancing his ass, his ass off right next to me. And I was, I was visualizing that sphere with the extreme of electricity going through it. And it all just clicked. I began to think about, wow, is, is this sphere the world? And it is, is the world projection of my mind? And there was just, just five minutes of just silence where I, I just knew everything is a projection of your mind. Everyone is a projection of you. Imagine your mind as this prism projecting out all these fragmented parts of yourself. Um, and that's, that's, that's essentially how my awakening started. It really sent me down the path of spirituality for sure. Uh, so when you wake up, you become aware of what consciousness is. Now, what is consciousness? You are consciousness in the flesh. Consciousness is the ability to think, perceive, feel. It's essentially an experience. Mm -hmm. But this all is consciousness, right? It's just like 
each person represents this stream of consciousness having their own unique experience. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Which is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. You took five MEO. Mm-hmm. That just fucking woke you up. Yeah. Because you took you straight back to source. Yeah. You realized you were all encompassing that everything was you. Mm-hmm. And it was all originating from the this prism of the mind. Mm-hmm. Fucking weird, right? Yeah. So, so weird. Fucking weird. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking weird. Like, this is weird. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking weird. Like, sometimes I'll wake up, I'm like, what am I looking at right now? <laughs> yeah. You know? I've, there's many moments where I look at myself in the mirror and I, I don't know there's, what that yeah, is. Yeah. It's that? just like this manifestation of skin <laughs> and bones yeah. and meat. When you, I mean, yeah, because you know who you, what your true identity. <laughs> God. It's fucking crazy. It is. Now, as you wake up, you, you wake up to the dimension of reality outside of the ego. For some people, it is more subtle. For some people, it's deeply terrifying. You question your reality. You yes. question your sanity. You question the being and fabric of who you really are. And everything you ever thought you knew about yourself, about the world. gets shattered. Shattered. It's all shattered. Yeah. You realize what the ego is. And you understand how the ego operates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what? what is the ego? The ego is just like this collection of archetypes conditioning it's this amalgamation of its experiences and it clings to this identity out of fear so it's very past-based right bringing the past into your present right that's exactly what it is the ego is a thought system and following this thought system it's this person that acts behaves in a way that believes it is fragmented from the whole you know the ego's thought system is always out of fear it's vicious it's murderous it can be murderous I'm not trying to demonize the ego. We need the ego to have this physical experience. It is only becoming aware not to identify with the ego. Mm-hmm. And, w- and uh, that's hard because the ego has protected us for so long. And if you think about the way we've tool. been. Yes, there you go. Yeah. There we go. It, it, we, you know, we need the ego to eat and to survive and to do all this daily daily shit Mm -hmm. and if you're someone who just has come from maybe some anxiety or depression or anything trauma very traumatic your ego was probably just protecting you all the time yeah and so becoming aware of the ego it was huge for me it was i always thought you know this is my body separate from everything else that this is my identity solely just this body and waking up to the fact that shit i am connected to everything I'm connected to this microphone in front of me. I'm connected to this laptop in front of me. I'm connected to you. Mm-hmm. Waking up shatters all of the ego's illusions. And that can be tough because mm-hmm. you've held on to these beliefs your whole fucking life. And it's emotional. It's deeply painful. And it's, it's essentially the ego losing its control of your life. And so when you can discern between the ego and your higher self, that's that's the issue moving forward is how can I operate from from my higher self rather than the ego? And it seems I'm, simple, but it's not. So this is definitely not easy, even though we can just say it plainly like, oh yeah, differentiate between your ego and your higher self and you're just fine. There's a lot of inner work that goes so into much it. inner work. Yes. And because likely too, your ego is the voice that you've always heard. Ooh, I like that. The ego was the predominant voice. Yes. It's like the one you're tuned into. Right. Now, you might be wondering, what is the, f- the purpose of 
awakening. And you probably might get tired of the term awakened, but <laughs> I'm actually getting kind of tired of just like, fuck, awake and awake and awake. <laughs> just because I'm, we're, we're, everything that we're doing right now, it just like so revolves around that word. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't stand it. But <laughs> Until it, it, the it, next it, episode. It is what it is, you know? Because, <laughs> I mean, no one really truly knows what it is to awaken unless you've gone through it. Yeah, that's true. You know? But yeah, we awaken because it's your choice. At the soul level, prior to incarnation, you chose you chose it. You chose when you were going to wake up, how you were going to wake up, and you knew the soul lessons that would come after it. Also, it's important to realize that this is a process. This is an ongoing process. There is light at the end of the tunnel, but it's all about your self-nurturing, self-healing, self-discovery, and self-mastery. Mm -hmm. What other symptoms did you have? Well, before I get into that, let me say that when all of this hard traumatic stuff is coming up, it's only because your higher self knows you're ready for it. Mm, so don't be afraid. Yes. Know your own power. Right. <laughs> um, so with that said, let's go into some of the symptoms, some of the signs. Can you tell me some of the signs that you, that you encountered and experienced along the way? Mm, okay. So a lot of questioning my reality. Mm. So there was, so much sensitivity to others' feelings right. and anxiety because they have that, that like the nervous system is so on that right, you don't even know what that sensitivity is. Yeah. You're, you're, as you start out on this journey, many different frequencies are being broadcasted to you negative, positive, other people's frequencies. Mm. And you're wide open energetically. What are the symptoms you kind of went through? Man, it felt like. I went through a spiritual purging where it literally felt like I was physically vomiting. And I, I had all this knowledge and light because what happens is, is your body is trying to integrate more light within your DNA. Your DNA, the structure of your DNA changes. You're healing. You're healing through this, this time. You, you were going through a cleansing and purification process. And so when that happens, all the negative layers and energy within you come out to the surface to heal. And so you're going to feel all of it. You're going to feel the full range and spectrum of emotions. And you're going to be dealing with stuff that you've buried away or you thought you've buried away within your mind, within your body. And mind you, the DNA stores all those memories. It's all coded into your DNA. At the outset, when you don't know what you're going through, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Like you have no clue what the hell is going on with, with your body. And your nervous system goes into overload if you do not know how to handle it. I didn't know how to handle it, not in the least bit. And so I let it, I let it take over. I let it consume me and it, it wrecked me. My arms, when I would go to bed at night, my arms would go through like extreme burning. Yeah, it was, it was That's so, intense. extreme burning. I, I didn't know <laughs> what it was. You know, I went through a lot of anxiety extreme fear. I've always been one to to be afraid of ghosts and spirits. Oh. Before I, I was even spiritual, I was always afraid of ghosts. <laughs> when I when I was learning on the spiritual path and I was learning about connecting with spirits and, you know, higher frequencies or even lower frequencies, lower frequencies can be attracted to your energy field. I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified about the fact that yeah, there are beings and frequencies may, that may be trying to get into contact with me. Mm -hmm. And so I 
put up those walls and I denied spirituality for about a year. Oh. Yeah. I, try, you... I tried to go back to living a regular life. That didn't work. So if you were blocking, yeah. did you also block goodness and light? I blocked everything. Yeah. I blocked, I blocked everything. Lesson for everyone. Yeah, I blocked Don't everything. Block. I blocked the good. Allow. Actually, good and bad. There are no, there is no good and bad. There's that's positive, perception. <laughs> negative. So, if you're listening to this, please send us your story. Uh, please reach out and send us your story of how you awakened. If it was subtle, or if it was fucking terrible, we we want to hear your story. And we're gonna get back to each and every one of you. Well, if it's like a thousand, maybe right uh, now. In the beginning, <laughs> yes. In the beginning, yes. <laughs> yes, we will get back to you. <laughs> Now, with that said, as we go through all the signs and the symptoms, the, the whole point of the awakening is to expand and raise your consciousness. You're almost shifted and forced into it through awakening. There is no unseeing it. There is no going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. I've tried going back to sleep. Oh, no. And that's more, uh, it's more painful trying to do it that way. Were, were there any moments where you wanted, where you wished, hey, I don't want to be awake anymore. I want to go back to my life. Were there any moments? It seems easier the other way. Way easier. Yeah. yeah way fucking easier. So, but they're like you it's said. So it's so easy to sleep. Like once you, yeah, once you've awakened, like the, the spirit wants to grow. So it's not, you're never going to go back. No. You're just <laughs> called, you're called to grow. The more resistance that you put on it, the more it has to happen. The more it has to happen. And the more, I mean, the more resistance means the more suffering. Yeah. Cause what you resist persists. What were the type of things that you were doing to take care of yourself throughout this whole process? So I found yoga on my healing from that breakup. Mm-hmm. And with yoga, I was able to, I guess, what we would call get downloads, right? Because, right. yeah, when you do yoga, you're, you're kind of, opening up the channels within your body, the blockages, you're clearing the blockages within your body, and therefore you are able to receive more guidance. So yoga helped me be in alignment with spirit so that I can understand what more had to be done. Meditation was a big deal, which, okay, so I think I did my first meditation, so maybe like four or five years ago, Mm. and I'm still learning about different types of meditation all the time. So you, I've learned yeah. a thing or two about meditation from you. How have you used meditation in your uh, So I, for me, what I've learned meditation to be is achieving a state of mindfulness where you become fully present in the current moment. And you allow, like you're going to think during meditation. And if you're new to it, you're going to think. It's going to happen. <laughs> there are going to be words going through your, there are going to be pictures going through your mind, words going through your mind. It's going to happen. But the trick is to let them flow past you without any judgment or attachment and it kind of like flowing water you watch you turn on the faucet you see imagine the, the flow of water are just these thoughts you just allow them to flow past you without any attachment or or judgment for me there were points where i needed to eat junk food for a month straight it was my ego trying to say hey we still need this shit mm. and i did I, I i stopped exercising for six months Wow. Six months I stopped exercising. Um, I was eating pizza for lunch. I was eating burgers and fries. I was just, I need all this shit because my mind wasn't ready to take on the spiritual world. Mm. There were times where I needed to stay in bed all day and I needed to cry all day. 
I, I wanted to numb myself. I numbed myself through drugs and alcohol because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to feel. So when I actually took my head out of my ass and, and decided to start to stop whining, yeah, I needed to eat healthy again. I needed to hydrate properly so that you know your nervous system can integrate all of this information. Right now, or at that time, my body was trying to integrate more light. And at first, my spiritual journey was just to eat right and exercise again mm. <laughs> so that I could prime myself for all the spiritual uh, daily practices that I would be doing going forward. And it took me a while. It took me a few years. After you awaken, how, do you fun- like, how did you function, Helen? How did you go about living your life knowing that you had this higher expansion into consciousness? It's hard, honestly. There was a period where I held myself back from interacting with a lot because I just felt more sensitive to, I guess, anything that would be considered lower vibration. Right. Yeah. Because right. it's a visceral feeling. Yeah. Where you just want to get get away from it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because People, it's music. not in the same thing. Yeah. Even music. music yeah. Right. There are songs that are just so much low vibe. heavier, low vibe. Yeah. yeah. I used to I used to listen to a lot of death metal. I was in a death metal band in college. <laughs> I can't listen to that shit anymore. <laughs> I mean, well, when you think about it. The guitars are tuned down. It's oh. such, yeah, it's it's literally low vibration music because everything is tuned down. Oh, gosh. The guitars are, t- are tuned down. And, you know, that has an effect on you, on your subconscious. Yes, yes. On, your, on the way you behave, the way you interact with people energetically. It's extremely important to be mindful of the music that you're consuming. The TV, TV a lot of TV shows are low vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, you have these... Now I'm not hating. I I'm, I work in television. I'm not hating on television, <laughs> but most television is low vibe and movies. Low energy, yeah. Low vibe energy. Mm-hmm. It's all these murder mystery shows, right? Yeah, murder Ooh. mystery. Uh, Very fear, strong based in fear. Right, and it does have an effect on the subconscious. Now, with that said, I'm not saying don't enjoy these TV shows and movies. The whole point of it is to just become mindful and you, you naturally, you begin to lose interest in a lot of shit. Like I work in television. I was a TV editor. I was creating mindless television. No one gave a fuck about the shit that I was creating. I was creating nonetheless, but it was mindless fucking TV and I lost all passion for it. I lost interest in, I used to be a serial dater. Me and my buddy would go to bars, hit on women left and right. I couldn't do that anymore. Mm. <laughs> I it's just because I had this higher sense of awareness of you know the self. I one, I was still healing. I was still relearning how to live after this huge consciousness shift mm-hmm. of the awakening mm-hmm. and of of embodying these higher frequencies. What about you? What what other what did you lose interest in specifically? Um, I could definitely say TV also. I started reading a lot more to replace that. And then I was disinterested in like shallow interactions. Right. Definitely an increase in relationships that vibed more into this spiritual alignment. So like people more based in love, people more based in generosity, less of these people who are in their victim mindset looking to create drama or, or have. It's more of a, yeah, uh, a disinterest in engaging. Mm-hmm. within the lower frequencies around yeah. you because you're you're vibrating at a high level essentially you vibrated out of their lives 
<laughs> yeah, I've never thought about it that way. That is a great way to put it. Right. Yeah. So similarly to you and TV editing, as a pharmacist, I started clearly seeing that medicine was a way to keep people in the victim mindset. Mm -hmm. And like you're literally taking something from the outside to treat you on the inside when you're awakened and you know your own power. Um, worlds are created. Right. Uh, once you actually take the power back and realize you can do some of your own healing, if not most, that's stepping into reclaiming your sovereignty as, mm -hmm. a, as a human being, as an individual, as a this this divine being. Uh, Talk about your date, your dating experience. Uh, dating after was strange, I think, <laughs> because well, here's here's the thing: you you've shifted into this higher frequency, mm -hmm. and so when you date, you have to make sure that you're matched with someone on that same or similar frequency. Mm -hmm. Now, if they're not, you're going to have to drop in frequency to meet them where they are, which is it's not fun. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. I've 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 had my own painful painful learning experiences. What if is, is there ever a chance? Well, I guess you can't because you have to honor people's journeys. Like that, right. uh, like if you stayed in your lane, you guys would probably just not be in relationship then. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I think one of the biggest things I've had to learn was or relearn was dating. How, mm -hmm. Dating from this high point of awareness, trying to find someone energetically on my level. Mm -hmm. is has been one of the most difficult things over the past few years mm -hmm. you know i've lost interest in the dating apps and well i've lost interest in that a few years ago actually but just simple basic conversations i can't have anymore right i'm the same i i have so much at the forefront of my mind where i'm like i'm thinking about my dna my you know astral travel and different galaxies and my multi-dimensional self and how I can communicate with my past selves and my future selves. This shit is on my mind. And I, or I don't care what TV show you saw yesterday. I don't give a fuck what movie you saw last week. I, that stuff isn't important to me. And healing. We have so much to say on that. Healing. Yes. Healing. Look, when you wake up, you have to realize that this is your first step into healing. And it, you have to realize that this will be an ongoing process probably for the rest of your life and heading into your next lifetime. <laughs> is that daunting? Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. But at the end of the day, it's your choice to commit to your own self-healing, self-nurturing, self-discovery, and self-mastery. And I told this to Helen earlier. It takes two seconds to break your leg. How long will it take to heal? Energetically, it works the same way with your overall, the totality of your entire being. It takes time because what you're doing is you're healing across all lines of time. You're healing across all universes, galaxies, lifetimes, dimensions, and time streams. This shit takes work. Tremendous, tremendous work. And it is, a, it is your choice to commit to that or not. I have just crazy sense of deja vu right now. Really? Just real quick. Just <laughs> fucking insane. We've done this before. So let's talk about deja vu. <laughs> No. <laughs> Again, that's that's probably another episode. But holy shit, yeah, that was crazy. Wow. There's a pizza right in front of me. I was looking at the pizza. And as I was looking <laughs> at the pizza, there's this I had this crazy sense of deja vu. Anyways, I digress. Healing. Across <laughs> lifetimes. Across life. And this is this is you're healing across multiple lives and all avatars 
across many time streams. I would say the smart, smart thing to do, the most, the, the best thing to do is to take care of yourself. Take compassionate. care of it. Be compassionate to yourself. Self-love is tremendous in this journey. And, you know, take time to invest in yourself. Doesn't seem that hard. It's simple to say, difficult to execute. So that's the end of our show. That is the end of the very first episode of Awaken Now What? Well, this was fucking fun. So fun. <laughs> We're so glad you guys are here. Yep. We talked about a lot and we can't wait to talk about more. If you liked our episode, be sure to keep following us and subscribe. We're also both going to be on Clubhouse. Our club is Awakened. Now what? We are super excited to keep on going with you guys. Yeah, you can find me at journeythroughtheawakening.com. And I am at medium.com slash Helen Coaches. See you guys next time. <laughs>